0: Welcome to Add Bible, an audio daily devotion from the Ezra Project. Alan J. Huth shares a Bible passage with comments from over 35 years of his personal Bible reading journals and applies the Word of God to our daily lives. Today we are in Esther chapter 2, which is 23 verses. We will enjoy hearing Esther chapter 2 from Bible is and faith comes by hearing.
1: Esther 2 After these things... When the anger of King Ahasuerus had abated, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what had been decreed against her. Then the king's young men who attended him said, Let beautiful young virgins be sought out for the king, and let the king appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdom to gather all the beautiful young virgins to the harem in Susa, the capital, under custody of Hegai, the king's eunuch, who is in charge of the women. Let their cosmetics be given them, and let the young woman who pleases the king be queen instead of Vashti. This pleased the king, and he did so. Now there was a Jew in Susa the citadel, whose name was Mordecai, the son of Jair, son of Shimei, son of Kish, a Benjaminite, who had been carried away from Jerusalem among the captives carried away with Jeconiah king of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon had carried away. He was bringing up Hadassah, that is Esther, the daughter of his uncle, for she had neither father nor mother. The young woman had a beautiful figure and was lovely to look at, and when her father and her mother died, Mordecai took her as his own daughter. So when the king's order and his edict were proclaimed, and when many young women were gathered in Susa the citadel in custody of Haggai, Esther also was taken into the king's palace and put in custody of Haggai who had charge of the women. And the young woman pleased him and won his favor, and he quickly provided her with her cosmetics and her portion of food, and with seven chosen young women from the king's palace, and advanced her and her young women to the best place in the harem. Esther had not made known her people or kindred, for Mordecai had commanded her not to make it known. And every day Mordecai walked in front of the court of the harem to learn how Esther was and what was happening to her. Now when the turn came for each young woman to go into King Ahasuerus, after being twelve months under the regulations for the women, since this was the regular period of their beautifying, six months with oil of myrrh and six months with spices and ointments for women, when the young woman went in to the king in this way she was given whatever she desired to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. In the evening she would go in, and in the morning she would return to the second harem in custody of Sheashgaz, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the concubines. She would not go in to the king again unless the king delighted in her, and she was summoned by name. When the turn came for Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his own daughter, to go into the king, she asked for nothing except what Hegai, the king's eunuch, who had charge of the women, advised. Now Esther was winning favor in the eyes of all who saw her, and when Esther was taken to King Ahasuerus into his royal palace in the tenth month, which is the month of Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. The king loved Esther more than all the women, and she won grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Then the king gave a great feast for all his officials and servants. It was Esther's feast. He also granted a remission of taxes to the provinces and gave gifts with royal generosity. Now when the virgins were gathered together the second time, Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. Esther had not made known her kindred or her people as Mordecai had commanded her, for Esther obeyed Mordecai just as when she was brought up by him. In those days, as Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, Bigthan and Tiresh, two of the king's eunuchs who guarded the threshold, became angry and sought to lay hands on King Ahasuerus. And this came to the knowledge of Mordecai, and he told it to Queen Esther. And Esther told the king in the name of Mordecai. When the affair was investigated and found to be so, the men were both hanged on the gallows. And it was recorded in the book of the Chronicles in the presence of the king.
0: So chapter 2 is kind of a little bit of an immoral chapter. Think about what's going on here as the king is trying to replace the displaced queen All these young, beautiful virgins are gathered and put into the king's harem to, quote, go perform before the king. So Esther, though, she was gifted with natural beauty, according to verse 7. The young woman had a beautiful figure and was lovely to look at. So God blessed her even before she was born with natural beauty. And this was going to become important as we see the story unfold But not only natural beauty, she was blessed with charm. According to verse 9, and the young woman pleased him, pleased Haggai, the uh, eunuch that was in charge of all this harem. She had more than natural beauty. According to verse 15, now Esther was winning favor in the eyes of all who saw her. So though Esther was probably put in a pretty awkward situation, she was using the gifts that God had given her, natural beauty and natural charm. God's sovereignty is also unfolding. We are seeing how a Jewish girl is becoming the queen of a pagan nation and a queen over the Medes and the Persians, and we're going to find out why in a few chapters. It's pretty important to see that even before the need arises, God is acting, as we're going to find out in the later chapters of the book. And Esther is doing the same as we would do. We are using our God-given natural talents to do her best in a contest to become the queen. Another aspect of Esther's character is revealed in verse 20, because uh, Mordecai, who's taken care of her because her parents had died, has said to her, do not let anyone know your kindred or your background. The key phrase in verse 20 is really neat, for Esther obeyed Mordecai just as when she was brought up by him. So this woman not only had beauty, she had charm, but she had a spirit of obedience. So what can we learn from this great chapter, Esther chapter 2? Well, first of all, Esther is caught up in an immoral situation of having to, quote, perform for the king, and her performance will determine her future. Well, she will either become a queen or just another member of the king's harem. She is stuck in a very difficult situation. Number two, has that happened to you? Have you been stuck in a place where you had your very morals put to the test? Number three, Esther can be an example to all of us. She didn't flaunt her situation. She didn't try to take advantage of the situation. She stayed herself, true to herself. She used her godly beauty and her personality and trusted God for the results. And finally, as we will see, As we move through the book of Esther, she didn't even know what God was doing around her. And you may not either, but stay yourself, stay faithful, and watch God work. Father, I pray that you would not stick me in a situation where I might have to compromise my values. Lord, we know we don't like that, but it could happen just like it did to Esther. And Father, help me be true to you and your word. Help me use the gifting you've given me, whether it's natural beauty, charm, or personality, to stay true to what you've given me, to stay true to your word. And Lord, help me understand that around me you are working on things that I don't even understand or don't even see. And in those things, you will prove yourself faithful if I will just trust in you. Help me, Lord, to understand and learn from the book of Esther. In Jesus' name, amen.